Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Which brings us to our full court press. Big game. Big city. Big stars. Chris Weber is here with us here doing a game on TNT. You've seen him in the studio tonight. He's doing a game. And the biggest difference, I imagine, is there's no traffic on the 405. Uh, trying to rush through when you're doing it. That's the biggest thing about doing a game. Well, I was late ahead, today. Right? Yeah, I got. I was a little late today because of traffic. So, I, I, did somebody tell you or no? That's the worst. <laughs> yeah, we, know, gotta, we know everything. That's here. right. That's you got to watch out around here, man. Being, Definitely. A lot of traffic. Are, are you in on the Clippers like everybody else seems to be? Well, you know, I'm excited. And, and just talking to Seth, like, I think, I don't, I don't know if I'm excited or shocked. I don't know what the word <laughs> is, but I love watching it. I love seeing teams and our favorite teams. And, you know, of course, you have the Celtics, New York, all the great legacies. But, you know, for a team that's been losers their whole career, just as much as the Celtics has won, it's pretty good to see them in this position to see where it's going to go. So I'm excited about it. I think one of the things you look at this team right now, this is a statement team for them. I was talking to Houston a minute ago, one of the assistant coaches, and the thing he mentioned, he said, you know what? We played a lot of nobodies for a while, some of the, the lower bottom teams. So this game is a huge game. You know, the Celtics, you know, could get blown out, but it's a confidence builder really for both teams because the Celtics – really need to come on the road and win some games, but the Clippers need to prove to their fans that they can beat a quality team and a quality team like the Celtics. You're you're right, but the one thing you know about the Celtics is the Celtics is always going to play hard and give their effort. And so that's been something that you haven't all do. So if I were the Clippers tonight, I'd be scared. I wouldn't want to play an angry and honorary KG who doesn't want you dunking and showing off. I wouldn't want to play Rondo and everybody's out here talking about Chris Paul might be the best point guard. So I love that uh, that Celtic locker room, and I, and I was just saying to the guys at our production meeting, I think the story needs to be these old honorary guys aren't going to let you come in and show off against us. So it's going to be an interesting game tonight, especially because, you know, the Celtics always play with their heart and their defense. You had to have games like that in Sacramento because that was a team that hadn't been good until your group started to establish itself, and you probably had nights just like this. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and you have to embrace them. So you have to know that the Celtics team doesn't care about your record and you better win this game. And then you better know, too, if you beat the Lakers or another team, you shouldn't be running off the court jumping like you won a championship. So it definitely needs to be that balance, but – um. I think that, that this is a big test because you're going to look at the Celtics' record, you're going to look at how they've been playing, but you're not going to measure how bad they want this game. So it could be a setup game for this Clippers team. One of the things I think about and I look at as, a, as, as an ex-player, camaraderie was one of the things that you had. How do you deal with that now being out of the game? You, you know what's funny is it's I get to talk to you more now than when I was playing because when you were you were talking about the game, I was a little embarrassed or nervous, didn't want you to think maybe I'm coming over and trying to sway opinions, and it's funny, it's the same thing now. So the guys I've known forever coming over, and I'm like, what's going on? Well, you might say something. It's like, you know, I just love the game, and as long as the guys know, I'm just calling it like I see it. It's nothing personal. But this is a blessing to be able here to be here from watching you beat up on my Pistons to to come here and then, you know, to be able to talk the game. That's, this is the biggest blessing to, to be able to still be around the game. So I love the camaraderie. And I hear when you retire that you go crazy because you don't have that locker room. I get that because I get to mess with you now like we still were playing. So it, it's a blessing staying close to the game. And on the subject of camaraderie, you're here doing the game tonight, but you also have walked into what is 
the studio show of all time in sports history, right. without question. And you've had to walk in. You've played with great teams at Michigan and Sacramento. Well, that team with Kenny, with Charles, with Ernie, that is the elite of the elite. And you've had to walk right in and play at that level. We've seen guys, I won't mention any names, Shaq, who can't really perform <laughs> at that level, but you were able to walk right in and do it. How how hard was that to walk in? Because that's a car already going 80 miles an hour when you get in it. Yeah, you know what I did? I did it just like I did basketball. When I was a rookie, my first day of practice, I saw Chris Mullen. I saw him in a hot and a cold tub, and he was joking about I didn't have to stretch. I was in a hot and a cold tub with him because I wanted to learn how to do it right. Mm -hmm. You know, to be able to work with Dick Stockton, to be able to work with Ernie Johnson, and then to be able to have the freedom to work with the Barclays and those guys. It's, I don't want to overuse the word blessing, but it's so many guys I know that wants to be back in this, you know. And so I, I love it. I'm on the best show, but those guys teach me. You know, Ernie makes it look easy. He and does. then he'll give you a note like, hey, young fella, you know, maybe <laughs> next time. So I, I love it. If, if I look good on TV, it's because they make me look good on purpose, and, and that's all those guys. So I love being on that show. Now, I'd be interested in seeing, you know, how the game has changed. I know when I looked at it, Sean always says, I'm, you know, that old school, uh -huh. I'm going way back. Well, it was different, a lot more physical. The difference now in when you played and playing right now, what do you see? Well, first of all, it's a lot less physical from when you played because I came in on the end of that, and, and I knew that that was real grown man basketball. And I think the rules change. You know, once you start having, you couldn't hand check. Dennis Johnson maybe wouldn't have been able to play in the league if he couldn't <laughs> hand check because I saw him turn people left and right. And so you're exactly right. It's a different game, and it's something that I love complaining about, the changes of the game. But it's something that I'm embracing at the same time because we're seeing athletes like LeBron and these guys be able to do a lot of different things. I'll tell you what I am upset about. You can't take a all. You can't take the center and an all star out of the game. Yeah. You know, no, if you're, you're not in baseball, anymore. people don't know you're not centers out. It's three forwards, no center. If you do baseball, can you have baseball without a catcher? Can you? So I get that the game is faster, but maybe the center positions change. I always thought Tim Duncan was a center. Now maybe because he was banging with me at power forward, I yes. wanted him to be a center. <laughs> but I think that you can move it along, you know, and, and just you can evolve with the game. So you know, um, that, that's what I don't like the fact you take the physicality, the physicalness out, but you don't allow it to be big guys. And pretty soon, you know, it might be a little six one and under league. And as a big fella, I don't. Want that. There you go. <laughs> it's a lot of it's um, over the last year so much 20th anniversary stuff about the Fab Five. Do you think that now, after all the appreciation of it and looking at what the game has become, and not just on the court, mm -hmm. what that team accomplished, but culturally in the change of the game, do you think that team and that group of people has finally gotten its due? Um, I hope so. I think that, first of all, this is a game in which you must win, and we must be very honest. We didn't win a championship, partly because I called a timeout and partly because Duke kicked our butts the year before. But what we did accomplish was awesome. Uh, I don't think, first of all, college isn't the same, so you won't have an all-freshman team that, that's competing against great sen seniors that could have gone to the league. You know, there's not going to be any more senior. Christian Leitner is one of the best college players ever to play. So um, I, I know culturally the people have always uh, – enjoyed it. Me, myself, I've been writing a book the last few years and doing a documentary on it, so I would love to share my feelings on how enjoyable it was. But the best part about it, truthfully, from playing with the Fab Five and from playing with Vlade, this is going to sound real weird, from a hood team all the way to Vlade, who's like one of the world's biggest ambassadors, I didn't realize how many people we brought together, how many people, the sport of basketball, how many different cultures, how many, um, it's funny, in the documentary, I have a lady, she's about 85 years old, and she had on black socks and um, and black sneakers, and she didn't even know why. It's because her son, you know, was telling her to work out. So we just didn't know how many people we brought together through the sport and how much fun we had. So uh, I don't know if we'll ever get accepted, but we didn't win a championship, so we don't need to be treated like champions. But we changed the culture, and for that I'm happy, and we worked hard. And if we could show kids 
hey, you can do whatever you are, no matter what type of stereotypes are put on you. I'm too young. I'm this. I'm, I'm not good or whatever, that you can overcome those with hard work. So if people get that out of the story, then it's cool. That, that really is amazing to me when I think about it because I look back and go, well, I do remember the Fab Five. Of course but, you do. But other things I don't remember about who, that era. Who, who, won, who won this year? Yeah, who won I, that I, year? I really, yeah, that and, and I kind of remember that. And But it's the only reason I probably remember because, you know, it was North Carolina, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. And, and that's the only reason I remember because I'm from North Carolina. Right. But for the majority of part, I can't really think of that many players that were on that many teams. But I can tell yeah, you what, that Michigan team, I can name those guys who right. were there. So the, the culture that you guys evolved in and – how much you've affected the game, even to the point of you being in Sacramento, a small market, and then going up against Goliath. So, I mean, yeah. it had to be a thing right now still in your mind when you come and play against Shaq or you yes. see Shaq. Yeah. It, it just had to be some some of the most yeah. downright hurting moments that You're you so, ever so, had. No, no, no. You're so right. And then this is even funny. I remember my first time playing in the old garden, getting to touch the floor and getting to see the holes in the floor and the creases. And then, yeah, even being able to work with Kevin McHale at NBA TV the last two years, he told me a lot of stories about you. I won't put those <laughs> – I won't tell nobody on the radio. I promised to Kevin I wouldn't. But, you know, we wanted to be, you know, a, a lot like you guys. The fun that you guys had on the bench, the way that you guys went out and destroyed people and the way the fans – and it just – you know, those type of things were attractive to everybody. And, and those type of things that you just bring out of yourself. So instead of just calling your names, I'm Bird, I'm McHale, and all these things, we wanted to be those type of teams because you guys were – uh, honoree to say the least. Y'all weren't just going to take any <laughs> losses lying down. And so that's the type of heart we tried to play with. Chris Weber, it's been fun to watch you uh, slide in so sort of seamlessly into the TNT scene. And uh, we hope you uh, you won't be a stranger. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, thank you very much. And I just talked to Doc in the back. He said he's going to give me a 10-day. So uh, <laughs> I can what? help take the hey. team up to the oldest, oldest team in the league. As Max and I always say, <laughs> as long as you're not putting that Jimmy O'Brien blitz package. Oh, yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, pl- I, try, I try telling Coach O'Brien, I cannot blitz. <laughs> Why blitz when it's other ways to do it? Push it down, Coach. Listen, I can't move left or right. And he didn't listen? It's a no-win situation. That's, that's so surprising. Yeah, 12 threes. No, uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much. Chris Weber right. in our right. full court press. We'll take our trip around the NBA next on the WEEI Celtics Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.